This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. Podcast time. It is uh, it's Thursday. We love that. We've got Thursday Night Football. We've got the Mets and the Yankees. We're assuming Brandon's not hearing this, so we should be good to go. Al, what's up? Oh, it's a Thursday. How about that, Jerry? It is a, how about, you know, this doesn't happen often for me, but I actually pulled up today and there was an open spot. Like an all day. I not saw all day. It. Not all day. And a spot good till 11. I saw. That's kind of cool. That never was, happens anymore. I was impressed. Because I looked out front, there were open spots, there which were. is also very rare. Yeah. And I didn't see your car. It's like, where's Jerry? Boom. Then I yeah. saw where you parked. I, Solid I was about job. to turn right to do the normal parking. I'm like, is that yeah. open? I'm like, no. We got it was. Yeah. Every once in a while, Jerry. I would be happy. The parking gods looked upon you. If I could get a spot like that without having to search, because I don't have the, I really don't have the time to search, twice a week, I would be fired up. Yeah. That'd be awesome. I think, like, this goes to anything that you take for granted in life. Like, the idea that I would pull up to a place where I work and there's a parking lot. Right. Is so, like, game-changing when you don't have it. Wouldn't it be? Yeah. It's or take funny. for granted, I don't know, having the Holland Tunnel open yeah. to actually drive through it to get to work. Right. So anything like that in life, right? So for me, where I'm driving from Bradley Beach is a far ride. I sure. put myself in that position. For sure. But now that the Holland Tunnel's been taken away from me, on the rare occasion that it is open with yeah, no construction. It's exhilarating. It's, and it seems like, boo, this is not a bad drive at I, all. <laughs> <laughs> it's still over an hour. Right. But, but it's easy. Right. It's an easy ride. Right. But I only appreciate the Holland Tunnel now because I can't have it. That's true. Well, that's like everything in life. You appreciate when it's gone. When it's gone. Like when were, people pass away, you yes. appreciate them more when they're gone. That exactly. is true. Yeah. Another sad reality of life. Because once something becomes the day-to-day in your life, it it no longer, unless Funny. you really think about it. Routine, I think, is is very positive for a lot of different things. But in terms of things you take for granted, routine is not good. Oh, yeah. I'm a big routine guy. So am I. But routine in a relationship is not good. Right. Routine with your nutrition is. If it's a good routine. Obviously, good if it's point. a terrible eating routine, then no. So there are certain things where if you have the proper routine, I guess you could say the same thing on a relationship. If you have a routine where, you know, a lot of good stuff happens. Right. Multiple, that, yes, but you know what I'm saying. I, I do. You get my point. And I think that's been my uh, my relationship issue probably my entire life is when I, in college, 
when I went when I was at you know I went to Middlesex County College right out of high mm-hmm. school and I was terrible student there. Sure. And then when I got to Kane, once I knew radio was a major that you could do, which I never could imagine, and I became a good student. I became a good student because I found a system that works for me. Absolutely. Right? And then my first job, I found a system that worked for me. Yeah. And then I try to replicate those systems in personal relationships and it never works. That is hard to do. But I keep doing it. You're doing you're dealing with another human being yes. that's got different interests, likes and desires and needs and all that stuff. Not as easy as your fixed routine with books right. or with whatever you're dealing with that you can control the other side. Like even now, Gina's like, you want to have dinner together? I'm like, okay, but you have to be here by four. I'm starting the meal at four, whether you're here or not. Right. These are the rules. That's a little rigid. Yeah, it's a very rigid. Very rigid. Yeah, no, I get it. And then we, they always say, you know, opposites attract, you know, so it's like, was I attracted to Gina because she is not a routine person and I wanted... See, I think that opposites attract thing yeah. is crap. Really? I do, because while I think it can work in certain cases, it can also be explosive in the wrong direction. Yeah. Just like if you have very similar likes and interests, it can probably get mundane and boring, perhaps. But on the flip side, if you end up with, or let's say I end up with someone. Now, my wife, Kim, was like this, so I, I don't mean this. But we are opposite in terms of our um, our personalities. She'll talk to a wall. I'm looking for a wall that won't talk back to talk to. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. she'll talk to anybody and she's very personable. And if I don't know you, I'm really not interested because I don't know you. She is, she likes actually finding out about people and, you know, talking to them. And that doesn't work for me. Now we had a lot of common interests and that's what I mean. Like you have to, it's, it's gotta, there's gotta be some balance. It's not just opposites because opposites doesn't work. Like if I want to go play tennis every day, and I ended up with a woman who thinks tennis is the stupidest thing in the world. You don't think at some point that's going to cause friction? Yes. If I love the NFL and you end up with a woman that thinks football's stupid and wants to go to the museum Sundays in the fall and pumpkin picking, you don't think that's going to be a problem? It will be. So it doesn't all that whole that whole phrase does not work. I think initially, initially it the can, attraction. Of opposites attract. But you works. have to have common interests. You have to. Yeah, because if I, if I'm somebody who's super rigid, I might see somebody like Gina who's if. not rigid, <laughs> right? And think, God, I wish I could be more like that. Sure, I'm a prisoner in my own rigid mm-hmm. uh, routines. Sure, and I think, oh, that'll be great. And maybe she looks at me and says, Boy, I wish I were more organized, like Al is. This will be good for me. Right. And in the short term, it's great. But I think long term, you are who you are. And I'm a rigid person and she isn't. So my rigidity is going to annoy her. Her non-rigidity is going to annoy me. Yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah. You know what? Balance. Balance. You need some balance in your life. Yeah. That's it with everything. True, Jerry. Truth bombs. All right, I wrote down a couple of items here, Jerry. Uh, one, this was a thing that uh, w- w- ended up being a video on the internet 
and it divided the internet, Jerry. It's one it of divided these, the divided internet. Divided the internet of is this right or is this wrong? Okay. There was a video of a woman on an airplane painting her fingernails. Is this right or is this wrong? Not toenails, fingernails. But what would be wrong about it? The smell of the paint? Yeah, I believe the smell of the paint. I could see that. I mean, I remember when before my wife years and years back used to go somewhere every week like she does now or every yeah. other week, whatever she, whatever it is. She would, I guess she was probably, we're talking when she was like 17, 18. She, I think she would only go once a month and she would do it herself once a month or twice a month. And I remember when she would use that stuff to take the nail polish oh, off, yeah. it stunk. And then the nail polish wasn't terrible, but you could smell it. I don't know. On an air, well, you tell me. I mean, what's worse? You do that, or people order the food on the plane that stinks? Yeah, I think anything on an airplane that has an odor, you can't. You got to try to avoid. I mean, not for nothing, especially when you go to like Disney and stuff like that. You know how many kids open up bags of Doritos on a plane? You know what that smells like? I love Doritos, but that's got a stench that to it. That has them, an odor, yeah. Especially in a confined place like that. I don't know. It, wouldn't, it would not bother me at all. I run into that on airplanes now because a lot of times the planes don't have a meal. Right. And depending people get on the how food long it is. and bring it on. Yeah. And that could be like a tuna fish sub. Yes. Sure could be. How about there was one guy, I've told you this. There was one guy when we were coming back from, might have been Florida. I don't remember. No, I was coming back from uh, Dallas a couple of years ago after I did a cowboy game and a guy got a sardine sandwich. <laughs> Craig ordered one of those one time in the morning. <laughs> to bring on a plane? No, or just to, here. Just to eat here. Yeah, it was gross. so bizarre. A sardine sandwich. And no one said anything to him, but it oh. was nasty. Yeah. It was like, ugh. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Especially if the, the plane is stuffy. Yeah. The odor's just like. Not to mention, what does there. that do to your inside? Like, well, you have to run to the bathroom at some point on the plane? Right. You're <laughs> really rolling the dice. I like, you know what I like before I get on a plane? Pretzels and water. Correct. That's it. Right. This is the thing. If a food is smelly on a plane, it also is likely to affect your bowels. It has to. A plain, uh, no um, no sauce thing like a pretzels or uh, cashews or almonds, you're less, less likely to have an issue going into the bathroom. That's true. And yeah, that's the, what I the, like on a plane. The cashews can make my stomach sometimes a little, oh. it can be a little heavy. You got to know. But the pretzels, never a problem. Pretzels and water, never a problem. I love a big bag of pretzels That's for an it. airplane. I, I won't even eat the Doritos. Yeah. Or, or potato chips. Yeah, who knows? Grease. Right. Give me pretzels, give me water, and let me get home. I love the pretzel nuggets on an airplane. Yeah, those are good. Sure. Those are real. The Snyders. Those are, yeah, absolutely. Snyders pretzel nuggets. Snyders. And I'm not talking about the warm pretzels. No. Especially like, was it Auntie Anne's? Where yeah. They're soaked in butter. Oh, like, again, soap. that can cause nope. problems. Right. Plain pretzels in a bag. Right. That's it. That's what I like, Jerry. Plain pretzels in a bag. Another thing happening here where, you know, we're getting to be a Halloween season. Right. And uh, I've told you, though, you have no interest, and I had no interest ultimately in that Jeffrey Dahmer uh, uh, series on Netflix. None. Yeah. Well, because it's Halloween now, and that's a very popular show. Don't tell me people are going as Jeffrey Dahmer. A lot of people want to go Halloween as Jeffrey Dahmer, and what both a sick costume. Both eBay and uh, Etsy, and I believe Amazon, recently decided they were going to pull those costumes because because he ate people. Yeah, and the victims, God, the family of the victims of Jeffrey Dahmer didn't like it. 
Although it is a grisly, and that is what Halloween is about, mm. being grisly you know, and scary. There's got to be a line somewhere. Yeah. Scary is one thing. Inhumane and no. Yeah, like no, a real no. life killer, no good. No. Fake killer, Jerry, like uh, Michael well, Myers from Halloween. Made up characters. Jason made up characters. It's, it's fictional. It's Hollywood. Yeah. Stuff that happens like that that's real, that's awful. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, no good. I'm glad that they decided to pull that crap. They did. They pulled it. That's awesome. So if you were hoping to go somewhere as Jeffrey Dahmer, you either A, have to create was your not. own costume or choose another one. You know, I'm going to go as a cornhole commissioner. Ooh. That's what I'm going to be. That's a very popular costume yes. this year, they say. All the kids want to be cornhole commissioners. And I'll be watching a bunch of men play cornhole Monday. Is, cor- is, uh, is that a, Monday, a yeah. Monday night? Yeah. Halloween or Actually, a Monday? For, I hate Halloween. It's Me too. the one that I've never... Um, we have friends, we have one friend who really goes all out. And I think I told you this. He makes his garage into like a little haunted garage. It's great what oh, he yeah. does. And it's just one thing when Halloween was on a Thursday, a Friday, a Saturday. They always got drinks and they order like 10 pies. And it's a lot of fun. But other than that, I'm not interested in walking around the neighborhood. I, it's just never been something I've been interested in. So the fact that this year, can't do it. Oh, well. Yep. Fine by me. Plus, we're supposed to have baseball practice. It'd be interesting to see if the team that my son's on now, if they have practice. They're still just 12 years old. Yeah, they still like Halloween. But playoffs, we got practice. Right. So we'll see. I'm for making uh, Halloween on a weekend instead of October 31st every year. Like maybe the, like the last Saturday of the month. No, thank you. Let the kids run around, get their candy. No, thanks. I like a good Monday. Everyone's in by 8 o'clock, school the next day. But I get worried about, like, I like to take a nap, Jerry, during the day. I don't so take a nap. Everyone should my, be at school. Ringing my doorbells. Can't you, uh, like, the phone, can't you disengage the doorbell? No, I wish I could. Put the doorbell on mute. <laughs> Kids just out there hitting it, nothing's happening. Take the batteries out yeah. or something. Mm, that's not a bad idea. There you, yeah, there you go. Decommission the doorbell the doorbell yeah i for i've really the last not the the two on saturdays and sundays obviously the one in 2020 was the pandemic year so there was no trick-or-treating but last year was a sunday if i go back to the ones that were on tuesdays and wednesdays there's really no kids i mean yeah Yeah, i don't get get a a couple of parents with the kids in the stroll but no one's really out until after four o'clock i gotta leave 4 30 for cornhole yeah well and you'll be just as the cornhole commissioner yes i will Hoodie and jeans. Yeah. By the way, I'm having a problem with one of my fulfillment centers. Is that right? So the mugs are no problem. So the hoodies that I ordered, I ordered one for myself. I got it last week. No no big deal. But then I ordered the the warm-up show ones that I made. Yeah. That and two people bought them, which I didn't even promote them, but so they must have saw them. They're in the fulfillment center called Pre-Transit. And they've pre-transit. been sitting in pre-transit for two days. I'm like, what the hell is pre-transit? Here's what I think that means. So they fulfilled it. They right. got the label done. They haven't been picked up yet. Yeah. What the hell are we doing? Yeah. That's what it is. Come pick up the shipment and take it where it's got to go. I've had that with with things that I buy off of Etsy shops. They'd be, oh, you could track your shipping. And they click it. And it's like in, this, in the fulfillment yes. center. It's like, okay. And then like three days later, you go back. It's in the fulfillment center. What, do they come once a week? I don't know. I, the one I bought was no problem. I bought it. They printed it. They did it. The next day, it shipped. Like, people are spending money. Send the goddamn thing out, will you? I'm with you, Jerry. Gosh. We got to move these fulfillment centers along. Uh, yeah. Yeah, whatever. Not good. Uh, are you the type of person, Jerry, that would watch a podcast? I mean, I've watched the Rogan one, but it's not a, 
I don't look at it as a podcast as much as it's a show. Why is it any different than someone watching our radio show? This guy's talking yeah. into a microphone. Yeah, it's weird. Same I mean, thing. Well, I think watching a radio show is also weird. Okay. It's become very common, though, now, but yeah. you're right. You're right. Because, yeah, like uh, Joe Rogan, his podcast mm-hmm. is on video. It's on Spotify on video. You can watch it. Yes, as is uh, Call Her Daddy is on video oh, as well. That. Yep. Did not know that. Yeah. So I just wonder, like, I like I like to watch clips on YouTube from podcasts where right. it's just two people talking in the microphones. But I couldn't imagine sitting down and just watch. Because you know, like, when I'm listening to a podcast, I'm doing something right. else. You're not just sitting on your couch. So I guess you could put the video one on if it's sure on in the background. I like to like focus though when I listen. Well, to let me podcast. ask you this though: Why is it different than Larry King show back in the day? Yeah, it's not. It's just a talk show. It's just two guys talking. Why is it different than watching Stephen A. Smith right now on ESPN when Chris Russo's in there? That's a good point. Why is it different than Craig Show? Another good point. I'm just saying. I mean, it's really it's all the same. It's just what we call it, right? Like even I was listening to a lot of cowboy podcasts yesterday. They're they're like legit shows that the the, the star in Frisco, which is their facility that Jerry Jones built, where they practice, where all the media communications are. They've got beautiful state of the art studios. You turn it on, you get the, you know I put the podcast on, and the video pops up right on the screen, and it's like it's a radio show. It's like, well, it's kind of cool. And it's from the Cowboys training camp? Yeah, that's where that's where they all do it from. How many Cowboys podcasts are there? That originate from... No, just like f- if you wanted to listen oh, to I'm a sure Dallas there's, Cowboys there's be, podcast. There's got to be a million of them. But there's only one recorded at the facility. Yeah, no, there's like five or six that are recorded every day at the facility. And they have the Cowboys. I think the Giants have it, too. They have a Roku channel yeah. where they put up all their video. So you can see press conferences, these shows, video highlights. It's outstanding. really is. Pretty good. Great content. Speaking of Joe Rogan, Jerry, uh, you should know that Anthony Kiedis from Red Hot Chili Peppers is on. Yeah, I do know. You told me like three hours ago. Did I do that on the radio? Um, no, I think I did that during a I think a, that was during a commercial break. I think I did it during a commercial break. Yes, I will have to download that and listen to that. I'd be very into that. He's been on a roll. I know all I talk about is Joe Rogan because that's what I listen to on my way here and back. He's been on a roll with guests lately. He had some dude on that I'm still listening to that was a Navy pilot, right. young guy, talking about seeing UFOs and stuff. Yeah. It's Objects cool. that he couldn't identify. Yeah. Not spaceships. Objects mm, he couldn't identify. They're pretty sure they're spaceships. Okay. Well, where are they? Out there. Out there. Okay. Some people say they're in the ocean. Okay. I mean, that's possible. Do you think that there's a whole like community of aliens in the ocean? Not right aliens. Now? They might be us. But in the ocean. Us. Like, kind of like people. So, no, marine, no. marine people. Yeah. Not from another world, from this world, right. but just in the ocean, controlling spaceships. Do you hear yourself right spaceships now? Spaceships go in the air, Jerry, into the ocean where their base is. Out of the ocean, check out things around our um, naval bases, back into the For ocean. the big takeover? Back into the ocean. when's the takeover coming? I don't know. I did. I did check myself though. As I was, it was actually this morning when I was. They were so knee deep in this, and uh-huh. I was like, "If I had a conversation like this to Jerry like, or like right now, my family, they would think it's chance I'm going crazy." You sound like, yeah, because I legitimately hook think, line and sinker. I legitimately think there are 
spacecraft that have been observed from military I know and you commercial do. airline. And I'm pilots. not saying that there haven't That's been. That's weird, though. Do I think it's I've always said this. Do I think it's possible? Yes. Yeah. Do I think it's true? No. No. Hmm. I mean, you, if you think about how long we have thought that there are aliens among us. Long time. What are they waiting for? Like, what is the day? It wasn't 2000. It wasn't like when we hit the year 2000. That would have been cool. Y2K, we got well, aliens. We'd be gone at this point. They probably Maybe. would have swallowed us up so far. Now it's 2022. What do you think their target date is to come take over the world? <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to know their target date. Okay. I hope it's after I you know, pass away. And if it was the case, yeah. don't you think as opposed to Russia invading Ukraine and us fighting with North Korea, Kind of like Independence Day. Shouldn't we all get together and say, hey, guys, yes. this is all good that we're fighting amongst one another, but we're about to be taken over by aliens. Well, that's one of the theories is that that's how the world will unite. End? No, that's oh, how unite. the world will unite. We need. That was a movie. Like a. That was. That was the. Independence that's how Independence Day, Day is. They That the world, the, the, the militaries of the world, they put their differences aside oh, and okay. get together as one human race to save our planet. Yeah, something like that. So that was already a movie. That, that was a, a movie. That was, yeah, yeah, that was a very popular movie. Will Smith was in that one. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So there goes but that, that idea. But this goes to what I've always believed. I've always said, you always come back with the cavemen and, and their drawings. Okay, mm-hmm. fine. Whatever. Paintings. I still believe that that whole alien life thing, again, could be wrong. I'm not saying it's not out there impossible. I still believe it's it's a, it's it's made for Hollywood. I think comic books have put things in our head, and the more you read stuff, the more you believe stuff. Well, it's the perfect example is the unicorn. There's no such thing as a unicorn, but if I ask you what a unicorn is, you can draw one for me. That is very true, because we've made this thing up. Right. And to be honest with you, there's not a unicorn. Right. Who knows? Don't know. So I really think we play around with our minds, and we believe things. It's kind of like it's kind of like the sports god conversation or yeah. god in general. And whatever you believe in, good for you. I think that's great. But a lot of it is like like the whole notion of an athlete say this all the time, you know, things lined up the way they were supposed to. No, they lined up cuz it's what happened. But I think you can talk yourself into anything. Like the whole I don't remember growing up, maybe you do. Do you remember growing up, your parents walking around and saying, God has a plan? No, they did not. Right. So now, all you ever hear is everything happens for a reason and, and God has the plan. Well, is that true or is that you trying to tell yourself that to make yourself feel better about a sh- um, about a crappy situation? Like, so like, I don't know. Kid gets paralyzed on a football field. What's the plan there exactly? Right. To cause that pain and suffering and throw a kid's life so far off track. Mike Nichols' plan was to be was to be paralyzed. This poor right. kid at St. John Vianney, that was God's plan. Come on. Yeah, that's a weird one. Right. So you can't cherry pick and say it's his plan for certain things and other things, you know what? He was sleeping that day. That doesn't work. Yeah, I, can, I think it's a comfort thing, like you're saying. Yeah. Like it just makes it seem and that, right. And by the way, that's fine. That's if that's what you th- awesome, go for it. I would I don't begrudge you that, but it's just as I get older, it's um, 
it's more and more obvious that we just say things to make ourselves feel better. Well, even in the simple version of the sports gods, it turned out like, well, what about for the losing team? Didn't yes. So was that the plan? Right. Like Scott Norwood to go live his life in anonymity and never be able to be who he was again. The poor kid in Chicago. What was his name? Steve Bartman. Okay. His life has been hell. All he did was go to a baseball game and try and catch a foul ball. <laughs> so the sports gods just hated him. <laughs> they hate him, And Jerry. wanted to ruin his life and make sure the Cubs didn't win a World Series. Right. Until it was time that they thought the Cubs should beat the Indians at the time, who also hadn't won a World Series since the 1950s. I mean, give me a break. Come on. That's a good point. You're making some good points, Jerry. God. Sports gods just hate the Cleveland Browns. And Steve Bartman. Right. As you I mean, mentioned. come on with this. It's a very deep conversation to have, and I know that, it but it's fascinating to me. It really is. Very interesting. Yeah, and the more you think about things, the scarier things feel and get. Yes. I'm thinking about getting a, uh, well, I have binoculars, as you know. Yeah. Li- living by the ocean. If I got by the a beach, let's be honest. Let's be very clear. What's that? <laughs> the binoculars are because you live by the beach. The ocean. To where there are the... girls in bikinis four months out of the year. <laughs> Stop with the ocean crap. If I had a telescope, would I be able to see unidentified flying objects? Well, there's always going to be objects you can't right. identify. Would sure. I be able to see those? You, like space? a shooting star might be an unidentified yeah. object to you. Of course. How about a drone that doesn't look like a drone? There's so many different types that they make now. Yeah, I think you would see stuff for sure. Well, that's the other thing that even... Uh, the UFO people think that perhaps that the things that pilots are seeing, maybe China has drones they're sending over. Maybe Russia has drones. Maybe it's the United States testing drones that look like that to go over to other countries. They have the hypersonic missiles now, which is one of the scariest things I've ever read about. If you want to talk about the... Who has those? I believe China has them. Is that right? And they could maybe, I don't think Russia, I think China has them, where they could literally get a missile here that could be carrying some sort of a nuclear warhead on it in minutes, not not hours, minutes, and you would be defenseless against it. Like, that is some scary crap. Well, I hope they don't do that. So it could be things like that. Right. Who knows? Right. But yes, I think, you would, I think you would see stuff. I do. Maybe I'll get one. Today, from Al's, apartment, uh, Al's condo, <laughs> Al sits and stares at the sky. Why? Because he has the time to do so. <laughs> That's a good point, Jerry. When am I going to have time to do this? When am I going to look at it you through a telescope? You can carve out from two to four. <laughs> the problem with telescopes is there's so many. Of, like, there's so, such really powerful, expensive ones. Yeah, oh, for sure. Those are the ones you'd want. Yeah. Because otherwise, what are these are the little ones I'm getting? How much for a, a legit, incredible telescope? How much do I think they are? Yeah. Like I'm saying, how much would I have to spend to get something that's I, I, serious? I am going to guess thirty five hundred dollars. Really? That's what that's my guess. Wow, that's a lot of money for a telescope. It sure is, Jerry. If I get one of those, I better see space aliens. All right, let's do the warm up show. Tomorrow's Friday, Jerry. Ooh, cool games. Cool tomorrow. games tomorrow. Cool games. Yeah. And we got Yankees uh, playoff game number two to discuss. Right. All right, Jerry. We'll see you tomorrow then. So.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Go for it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. And we really do try hard. Nice to have you with us. It's Thursday, Thursday, Thursday. The Eddie Scazzeri, what's up? But across from me on this very busy sports Thursday, his name is Al Chaz Dukes. What's up? Good morning, Jerry. Uh, I was I lost power yesterday in Bradley Beach. That sucks. There was like a whole big area of Monmouth County, New Jersey that lost power, and it was not back on by the start of the Yankee game. Well, it's a good thing you had your radio. Well, my radio's uh, my your Odyssey app. My listening device is well, your which phone. Are, yeah, I suppose I could have listened on my phone. I listen on my phone all the time. Really, I do with the Odyssey app. Yes, Stream, streaming a lot of Cowboys fan stuff yesterday from uh, from the Star. I was listening to some K Rock out of L A. And what do you, you just stare at your phone while you're doing this? this well, no, I was understand. doing things. No, I was I was doing things. So I go to the Odyssey app and I put what I'm listening. But you're, it's coming out of your phone speaker, yeah. and you just put the phone down. Yeah, I mean, sometimes I use the Alexa, yeah. play WFAN. Uh, I do that sometimes, but sometimes it's just easier just to put on the phone. Hmm. Yeah, because I like it on the home speakers. I'll do that. I, I'm with you. But if the power's out, you do have your phone. I want the power back on. I hear you. So That's what, what did, you did you do? Did you listen on your phone? No. Okay. I, uh, I took this opportunity, Jerry, to be like, you know what? I'm going to go to sleep. To early. kill time? <laughs> You would enjoy this, though. I got a text message from Eddie. It At was, what time? It was 5.43. Okay. Okay, so not 6 o'clock, 5.43. Because right. Eddie and I normally, we do the live commercials and the log. We deal with that sure. stuff at night, so we don't have to deal with it in the morning. And Eddie just texts me. He goes, hey, we haven't got the log yet, but I'm going to bed. <laughs> 5.43. Damn, that is early. <laughs> My 5.43. I hadn't even left for dinner yesterday. Yeah. My lord! But I was like, hmm. No, you know. And then I had no power, so I was like, you know what? I'm going to get to bed early. I'll get up and really dig into the Yankees. I will tell you, if you go back to, I mean, there was nothing good about when Superstorm Sandy hit. No, yeah. But the one thing I do remember about that that was 
oddly refreshing was with the no power from we didn't have power where I lived during that storm for I think all week actually. What was oddly refreshing was no lights, which meant went to sleep at like six o'clock. Yeah. And it was wow. Felt pretty good at two thirty when I woke up. Yeah. <laughs> it was not terrible. And there's so I get it. And when you have no power, there's absolutely no lights. To, right. Like we had candles. We were we did that. We like, I'm like, no street lights coming yeah, in no, your window, dark. no nothing. And then you can tell the people that got the generators. Right. Because you can hear it and you can see the, how to, why is your light on? Right. My neighbor, as soon as I was like, mm, I don't think I have power, I hear. <laughs> <laughs> is it one of those that automatically it goes yeah, on? kicks right in. That's pretty good. You could have knocked on his door, watched the Yankee game with him. Can I charge my phone? <laughs> or that. <laughs> well, you go out to your car for that now. Right, yeah. And I did see people all along, like, the beach just in their cars. Yeah. Charging their phone. God forbid they don't have their phone for a half hour. But I was like, I was all fired up. I was like, okay, I'm going to wake up tomorrow morning a little extra early, go through the Yankees. I got to say, though, I was expecting a loss. I think everybody was expecting a loss. That was one of the, like my dad said to me, he goes, so what do you think tonight? I'm like, what do I think? They should lose. Yeah. I said, but watch them win because it makes no sense. And when Bader hits the home run, like, look at these guys. And then Judge makes the catch. You know where the game was lost? And you can say the home runs. The game was lost in the third inning. You got second and third and one out. You got to drive a runner two yes. in. And instead, they struck out last night 17 times. You know, I looked that up. 17. Because I, uh, when I was watching the, they're like, uh, when Carpenter came up, he's like, he's got three strikeouts. Whoosh, Again? Strikeouts. Yes. So I was like, let me see how many times these guys struck out. 17. Carpenter at four. Johnson Donaldson at three. At three. Yeah. Ton of dudes with two strikeouts. Listen to these. So you're never winning a game like this, clearly. Right. But Carpenter, Donaldson, Judge, and Glaber Torres, a combined 0 for 15 last night with seven, eight, ten strikeouts. Are you what? What is this? And I know the pitching's good, but come on. He was working the outside of that plate. Every strikeout I saw, it was dudes waving at balls. And some outside. were borderline. Some were really good pitches. I thought he got away with a couple, of course. Um, yeah, I mean, if you're going to give a pitcher like Verlander that type of zone, you don't have it yet. You really, you're making it even more difficult on the offense. But still, I don't know. Their approach is weird. This, to me, is what the Yankee problem. Now, they might come back and they might win this series. Why not? But this is what the problem's been. Okay, here we go again. Not hitting good pitches. How'd they score last night? Home run. Two solo home runs. What else did they do with men on base? Nothing. Nope. Absolutely. Now, you can make the case the Astros did the same thing, and they out-homered the Yankees. Very true. But I don't know. I, I don't. To me, it's boring baseball just waiting for the home run ball every time. And when you, like you mentioned, Harrison Bader hits the home run, they're up one nothing on Justin Verlander. Yes, they were. Oh, and, um, just, and Verlander oh. threw a million pitches. I mean, he's at, I I got home. So I mean, we were at the restaurant when it started. Where'd so you I, go? Uh, place down uh, in Freehold. You went to Tommy's a, Tavern down in Freehold. Tommy's Tavern, Love okay. that place. TV's everywhere. Heard it was it. tremendous. You just, well, you seem so excited when I said that, and then you said you never heard of it. Well, I, I, was, I actually went to Tommy's Tavern, the one on Route One in Edison, yeah. yesterday for oh, an it. early dinner. Look at you! Was that three thirty? Uh, How do it have been right? If three fifteen. Three fifteen. Well, we were out doing stuff, you know. Got blah it. blah blah. This is a chain restaurant in Jersey, as Small far as chain. I know. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. like MJ's in Jersey. There's oh, like right. seven or eight of them. Yeah, yeah. Great place though. And TVs they have like, everywhere. And then they also have like a uh, Mexican place also that's right. Next to it, 
teal and tacos or something like that. Teal and tacos. Tequila. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Tequila and tacos. No one all. Well, I always wanted a tequila bar. So when I see a restaurant that's telling you they got tequila, it's kind of cool. Because you're like, I got various tequila flavors to try. I think that's awesome. We start with Casamigos and move on from there. Keep going. And keep going. Anyway, so I watched the first couple of innings at home. I got home just in time for the third inning. And it's like, I don't know. You felt it was over? I didn't feel it was over. I just thought that they didn't get to Verlander, who was throwing a lot of pitches. They had guys on base. They couldn't push them across. And it was kind of like, the more you let this go, the more he's going to find it. And he did. And then all of a sudden, he got better as it went on. He only goes six. But, yeah, it's whatever. And then Presley gets the four-out save. And and Clark Schmidt's given up home runs after he gets the big double play ball the inning. But it was the fifth inning, I guess, he gets the double play ball to get out of the inning. I don't know. Just the I, there. I don't, I don't see it. I don't see it. I you hope don't see I'm wrong. moving on. No, I don't, but I didn't, I don't know. I thought they needed to, I thought for them to win. Now, listen, come back and win tonight, and they've done their job. So, certainly not going to get crazy after one game. I just thought they had so many opportunities last night to take that game, and they didn't do it. And I don't know how many chances you can let slip away against a team like this and expect to win. So, now, when will Verlander be ready to go again? Uh, Well, it's probably five, right? Game five, I would think. So, game one is last night. Game two is tonight. That's what? Today's Thursday? Today's Thursday. Right? Friday. No game Saturday, Friday. Sunday. So Monday would be regular rest. I was hoping there was a game Friday. Well, you got the Phillies and the Padres Friday. The Yankees are off. They're playing Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Yeah. They got to travel. They got Luis Severino tonight. Yeah. And you know what? Would you be stunned if Severino went out there and gave you seven innings of like three hit ball? I wouldn't be. I would not be either, Jerry. But the question is, are the Yankees going to score? I, I, now, I the pitch uh, pitching for Houston, is this guy's name Framber or Framber? Framber. Framber? Let's try it again. Framber? Framber Valdez. Framber Valdez. Not I was Framber. Like, when I was looking at the pitching matchups, I was yes. like, never heard of you. And then he's like 15 and 5. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you've heard of Verlander at this point. <laughs> I know Justin Verlander, Jerry. I'm just kidding. Yeah. It's not easy. This guy's good too. It's why it's why the Astros are there, like every year. I feel like the Astros are throwing their heavy hitters early, and we've got you know we're not. They're throwing, rested. They are. We don't have Cole and uh, Nestor Cortez ready but to why rock is and that? roll because we had that other series. Because they swept Seattle. Yeah, that's so they've true. been waiting around for a few days, and they weren't rusty. Well, I guess a little no. rusty. They would they would only hit home runs too. They get three home runs. But here's the thing, though. You know, it's so funny. You always talk about. Start Cole against their scrub. You got Verlander yeah. again. Tyone held up fine last night. He did. And so you're sitting there in the sixth inning. That game is tied, and the Yankees blew opportunities. So the whole Verlander-Tyone thing, on paper, advantage Verlander, but Tyone did fine. I mean, he right, walked a few guys. He had tr- trouble throwing strikes. But he got you into the fifth inning, one run. You got out of the fifth inning with, uh, what's his name, with Schmidt. You go into the sixth, it's 1-1. One, one. What else could you have expected? Pretty good, actually. That is pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. A couple of nice defensive plays by the Yankees. Aaron Judge saved, I think, at least a run. Right? Aaron Judge is pretty good. He had a nice diving catch yep. out there in uh, right center field. Full extension, too. Full extension. Full extension. They always. Do you think there's no way to practice diving for balls? Is there? Do you practice? <laughs> I do not practice that, Jerry. How often are you diving for balls? I was saying, like these guys know how to dive. Like Aaron Judge, when he went full extension, like you said. 
They land on their chest but keep their chin up so they don't mm-hmm. smash. Like, I know I'd smash my face right into the That or your, uh, your private area. If yeah, you something. Improperly. Or I'd dive. My, my ribs would crack. Yeah. They're, they're athletes. There's a lot that goes into But they must practice at some point how to dive for balls. I don't think you practice balls. dive. I really don't think you would practice that. You practice sliding. I think it's just an athletic thing that guys do, and it's instinctive. You don't get out there with your little leaguers and no practice head ball. first slides. No and diving. Yeah. No. What if you did it on like a could slip you imagine? And slide? Hold on a second. Yeah, I mean you could do that and have fun right? for sure, and also do proper form where you sliding and lift your I chin get, up. That's not a terrible idea. Thank you. I will say that's not a terrible idea. The problem with it though is if someone and I have seen it during a baseball play where the kids thump on the ground. <laughs> if a kid. If you have kids over, hey, come on over. The kids are going to do slip and slide. They're going to play wiffle ball. That's fine. The parents' expectation is they're going over to have fun and frolic in the water and then play sure, wiffle ball. Sure, frolicking. If you bring them out to the field with a slip and slide and say, we're going to practice diving catches, and you're yeah. making them do it over and over, and one of them cracks a rib. Yeah. That's, you're going to be not a, gonna go. It's not a bad idea. You're going to be not on gonna the hook go for well. that one. Yes. Not great. Not, But I do, it's, I do like it, though. Yeah. It's a kind of a cool way to practice sliding. Cool. I didn't. I wasn't a big slip and slider when I was a kid, but we would you always weren't? no. But we would always pretend we were we were sliding. What did bases. your parents do? Wet down the grass, and you would just slide in the grass. <laughs> no, I'm just saying we didn't do it a lot for whatever no. reason. But when we did, we acted like we were playing baseball. It's a cool idea. Or diving for catches Balls. in football. Right. That's kind of neat. You no, know, the problem is it used to it used to uh, ruin the. The lawn, if you well, had you to gotta, slip and slide out you there pick too it up. long. You don't leave it out. Yeah. Once you're done, you pick it up, you roll it up, you wash it off, and you put it away. Did you ever run through a sprinkler? Oh, all, all the time. It's like entertainment. All the time. <laughs> and what's funny about that is my kids, one, the first time I did it, they're like, what is this? You set up the sprinkler I for did. them? But it wasn't the one that goes back and oh, forth. Oh, that's the sprinkler was a And then it sprayed back. They actually had fun. I mean, they were little. I think Matthew was like eight. And Joseph was two, running three, running around. Like, that was the thing when we, when you were a kid. You'd be like, you want to run through the sprinkler? Yes. I guess we'll put the sprinkler it's on. It's 100 degrees out. Yeah. Yes, we'd love to do that. Let's run through the sprinkler. You know what's really cool? Running through the sprinkler and then jumping in the pool. Yeah. Because the time you go from getting done with the sprinkler, the air kind of cools you off, then you get in the pool and the water feels warm. Yeah. Kinda right, because the sprinkler is ice-cold hose water. Correct. That's a cool way for kids that don't want to go in the pool, little note, hose them down first. Freeze them out, then they jump in the pool, and all of a sudden it's not so cold. Although if you uh, if you use the hose water that's been sitting in the sun, well, then that's warm. That's very that's hot. That's actually heated water. That is true. Was someone texting you? What's up? Uh, Eddie is texting me. He uh, he is a uh, Geo. This is a text from Geo. Stopped dead on LIE because of accident. People are getting out of their cars. Oh, great. Awesome. So, you know what? So, so driving in sucks, number one, as we know. So, the Holland Tunnel is closed inbound. And we'll get back to the Yankees one second, oh, we yeah, promise. Jerry. But Geo's in traffic, so I just thought of this. So, now I take the Lincoln Tunnel, as you know. So, all week I've gone and I've just taken the turnpike all the way up. It's just a little faster, and I've been getting up a little later because my nights have been later with the, with the baseball and things that have been going on. Okay, fine. I get to the turnpike toll this morning. Dead stop. It's 3.50. Like, what the hell is this? So I go to the Google Maps to see how long the delay is. First thing that comes up, 
Please stay left. The Lincoln Tunnel is closed. What? The Lincoln Tunnel? No, the Holland Tunnel is closed. Not the. So I sat there for like five minutes, put 1010 wins on, which, by the way, will be on 92.3 coming October 27th, and nothing. They're like, oh, the Lincoln Tunnel's fine. And then all of a sudden, the traffic just cleared. They must have stopped it for something. It wasn't closed, but the 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 maps got me nuts for a second. Yeah, you're like you're closed forever. My God! So, Geo, you're gonna be all right. You'll be here on time. Just start walking like there. Everybody else is getting out of their cars. If not, Boomers got it. We will take Ned calls and Yankee calls. And Geo, by the way, I I have checked that with Allie. She got off on the service road and will be here by five thirty. So maybe oh. maybe do that. Got to go service road. Service road. That's one thing we don't have in New Jersey that they have in Long Island. Service. We don't roads. have service roads, but if you know where you're going, you can get off the exit and get on another one. And right now, Gio yeah. is cursing me because he's probably can't get to the. He probably passed road. Right. Yeah. or is be- he's in between. Yeah, and service screwed. Roads. All right. Well, we'll have Gio here at some point after six or at six or maybe right before six. We shall see. Boomer's here. So that's kind of cool. And we're here. And so are you. And when we come back, more on the Yankees. Of course, Knicks and Nets started. Not great. Uh, and it's a football Thursday as well. All right here on The Fan. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Sports. A lot of it, too. Yankees last night, Phillies and Padres last night. Actually, a pretty good game. Phillies got to a uh, a quick lead, and the Padres battled back. Yankees down one game to none. Knicks and Nets started. Knicks were good but lost. Nets were atrocious and lost. You've got the football tonight. you got hockey. Tonight. I mean, this is awesome. I saw that the Nola brothers in that I, Padre. You know what? Do I know you or do Phillies I? Phillies game. That is so funny you say that because when I was watching the game, uh, I said to Matthew, I'm like, you know who's going to love this? This is something that is right up Al Dukes' alley. Two out second inning, and here for the first time in postseason history, brothers face off, pitcher, hitter. Aaron Nola against Austin Nola. Little brother against big brother. And that was on Fox, and then they, you know, they panned to the parents, and the dad's there. He's got the Padres hat, and my first thought is like, wow. Like, he's all out in Padres, and the mom, you can't tell what she's wearing, at least the shots they showed. And then there was one other when Austin gets the hit in the fifth inning, I think it was. They showed one woman's trying to give the dad high fives, and he wants no part of it. And then she's got the jer- the Phillies jersey on with the Padres hat. Yeah, he didn't know what to do. It's it's a tough spot. How cool is that, though? You have two sons that both made it to the major leagues. They're playing in the playoffs together. One's pitching against the other one. It, it was neat. Both playing in the championship series. One That's of them cool. headed to the World Series. There goes Kim. Kind of cool. Very cool. Do you think there was a moment there when the, the, the one brother's on the hill, the other brother steps in, where they are either of them flashed back to, like, being children competing against each other? That's in like possible. Wiffle ball. I don't think it's the first time they faced each other, though. Yeah, Actually, I, I know it's so. not. 
But so, in the play, but now we're in a I don't know a really meaningful game. I think maybe the first time they do it, I think the first time they're on the field together before the game, those thoughts go through your head. In a spot like that, it's possible, but I don't know. I mean, it's the playoffs. You're kind of into it. You're focused. I would think not, but you'd have to ask them. They did a great thing, though. Uh, not a great thing, but they told the story about how um, how Austin Nola is the older brother. Aaron got right to the big leagues as a pitcher. And they were saying how Austin was a struggling, you could tell he had talent, but he was not going to make it as a shortstop. So he converted to catcher, and Aaron really helped him with that. Aaron helped him with that as a pitcher, was able to throw to him. And it took him seven years in the minor leagues to get there. And he finally is here. And all that time, Aaron Nola was in the big uh, Well, I don't know exactly of the timing because Austin's older than him. Yeah. But he was in the minor leagues for seven years where Aaron, like, pushed right through and made it to the big leagues a lot quicker than his his brother did. So it's kind of cool. Really that is, is cool. I like that stuff. Yeah. Now, 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 if there were sports gods, and maybe there are, mm-hmm. we'll see. You have Aaron Nola against Austin, Aaron Nola against Austin Nola in a huge spot in game five. Because I, he would pitch, I would imagine, game five. I don't think he'll be. Or, or game seven. Nola available out of the bullpen, all hands on deck situation, bases loaded, one run Phillies lead, bottom of the ninth, bring an Aaron to face Austin. Well, so what? Who would this... I'd throw up if I was the parent in that situation? Yeah, who would the sports <laughs> god be favoring there? I don't know, but that's that's like a dream scenario, isn't it? Is, it? it is, but it's it's a heartbreak for one and good news for the other so the sports gods would be shining on one of the nola brothers and the sports gods for whatever they are yeah they always shine on one side someone always loses that's a fair point i mean you know when someone wins the super bowl and these idiots say i'd like to thank god for this he had a plan what was the plan for the losing team to lose yep for them to just right so someone's gotta lose and someone's gotta win that's true that would be a storybook series brother against brother I legit think, for real, I would throw up if I was the if I was the parent. That's right. Be like if uh, your sons were facing each other in the future, right? Major League Baseball. Yeah, it's one thing in a game; it's another thing in a playoff game. But in a game seven type of scenario, the result of this at bat defines or finishes out what the game and series is. Vomit worthy. Which son would you root for? <laughs> I wouldn't stop it. <laughs> I don't know what you would do. I think I'd be like he was when they showed him on TV. He was stone-faced like he didn't know what to do. Right, because if you cheer for one, you're you're uh, against the other son. Right. It's a really tough spot. be a great problem to have, though, two of your sons in the major leagues. It's a wonderful problem great to have problem. because they're going to make more money than they otherwise ever would have. They're playing Major League Baseball. It's the, a- the NLCS. It's awesome. It is strange to me that this is the first time a brother's faced a brother in the Major League playoffs. Well, think about you, well, it's not, though. Think about what has to happen. A, you need two brothers to make Major League Baseball. Not easy. B, you need them to actually face off against one another in a playoff series, which means they're both on really good teams. C, one's got to pitch. <laughs> it's not right. If you think and about neither, everything, it's got to line up. And neither can be injured at the moment. That, too. Like, none of the Alomar brothers pitched. Did the Alu brothers pitch? No. Right? I mean, if you start to think about all the brother combinations there have been. And even the father-son combinations. The Griffies. That's right. No pitchers. Any of the Boons pitch? No. No. So you need one to be a pitcher, the other not to be. 
and then you actually have to be on good teams and make it through to where you see each other in the playoffs. And, oh, by the way, until very recently, if you look at the history of baseball, very few teams made the playoffs on top Another of that. Another good point. Right. So right, we're just now in the wild card era. Correct. So you're really talking about where your chances are increased the last 15 years, really, as we've gone. And it's gotten more and more, and I guess they're going to keep adding. Who knows? But So for all those years, you'd have to be on a pennant-winning type of team to even have a chance. It's a good point, Jerry. So... Now, did you happen to see yesterday? Did you? Do you that uh, Giancarlo, Giancarlo Stanton uh, ran down a fly ball and then pushed the scoreboard panel out? Yeah, then uh, you know he was bracing himself. He didn't hit the wall hard by no. any means. But then they kept showing him shaking his hand. I'm yeah, like, oh here we uh, go. Right. <laughs> I swear to God, if he <laughs> broke thought, a fingernail, I thought he was going to leave the game. I love with a hurt sh- hand when they showed that replay. Oh, yeah. Giancarlo shaking his hand might have banged it. Oh, shut up. Come on, just stop it. But he it. was being very dramatic. Stop it. I, it hell looks of a, like he barely touched it. Hell of a catch, it. though. Yeah, good catch. Hell of a catch. As I mean, you got great catches by Judge and Stanton yeah. yesterday. No home runs I by them. I love when been Stanton nice. plays the field. I just, I don't know. DHing to me is, and I know it's been around for a long time now. It's not going anywhere. They just added it to the National League. I get it. Right. Are you really? Do you even feel like you're in the game? No. And DHing should be left for guys that are, like, thick can't really run. There's not that many guys like that, though, anymore. Yeah, but Giancarlo's like a physical specimen. He's got to be out in the field. Yeah, I agree. Running down balls. And I think you're better off for it. You're more involved in the game. I think you're more involved in the game. Your body's doing more. You're getting more reps. I don't know. I the whole DH thing. Never you, liked it. You know who really works a lot? The catcher. That's why it's the best position on the field. You're involved in every single pitch. Not only that, like, you're expected to back up first base, which yes. I never understood. On a ground ball. What do you mean you don't understand? The guy's crouching every so what? second. Now he's got to run down Nobody the first on base, base, you go run down and back up a ground oh ball my throw. Gosh. Yes, of course. Yeah. It just seems like, what else could I do for it's you? A, it is a great, when I, mean, I tell you it's a great position, it is. I mean, I, I did it very briefly. Yeah. And I wish I would have done it when I was younger. I just started last week. <laughs> <laughs> I love watching when they... Somebody hits a home run and they do like the slow motion up close where that contact is and the catcher winces every time because yes. they, they want to catch the ball, but then it gets hit and it's like this response that your body gives, even if you don't want to blink or close your eyes in that minute. Have it, you ever it done it? Have you ever put gear on and caught? I did uh, in Little League. They tried to make me a catcher. I could not grasp the concept of expect the person not to hit the ball and expect the ball, expect each pitch to hit your glove. Yeah. I ne- really I mean I <laughs> yeah, I just every it's time It's so reactionary though. You just put the glove where the ball's coming and you catch it. Yeah, I I couldn't at that moment. So I you were disastered. Yeah, I was a disaster. They were trying to find a spot for me, Jerry. They did. They found you in center field, right? Eventually, yeah. Makes sense. A thin lanky Al Dukes <laughs> running down fly balls and practicing <laughs> on the on the slip and slide. Yeah. And we had no fences back then, so a ball I in the gap, game I would with no hate fence. that. Yeah. That sucks. That does suck. And when you show up, especially when you show up at a good field, and it's like, there's no fence? Like, come on. And also, like, for a really heavy hitter is up, you could play as far yeah. back as you want. That's not fair either. Well, no, but then if you dunk one in, That's true. you're just giving them base hits too. So right. It does It does work both ways. Hmm. Anyhow, all right, 534. Hmm. We are rolling along till 6 o'clock. Boomer and Geo then. 
Want to tell you, though, great friends, great tequila. Casamigos Tequila brought to you by those who drink it. Make sure you have plenty on hand this weekend. Casamigos Tequila reminds our friends to celebrate responsibly. When we come back, more on the Yankees. We'll get to the Knicks and Nets at some point as well. And then Boomer and Geo at 6 on the fan. For you yeah. on this Thursday morning. I actually like this band. Do they still play, do you think? Uh, I think so. They do have a lot of songs that you, that are good tunes. They yes. have a lot of good tunes. And even their remakes are good, too. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I cake, cake, I would put 2022 tour. What do you That's think? That's right, Jerry. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say no they're way. out there doing something. Come on. You think Cake is still is still uh, touring? I saw a thing on uh, one of my, I think, Facebook. I'm getting ads for to go see the Fabulous Thunderbirds. Do I know so, who they are? The Fabulous Thunderbirds. <laughs> who are they? They dead. They're on tour. Cake is? Cake is on tour. Holy crap. I might have to go. Now, this would be fun. They're in Madi. Uh, no, they're not on. The, their upcoming concerts are not until May of 2023. And what type of venues they play in? Uh, the stadiums. No, <laughs> they're at the Pirate Theater in Greensboro. All for, right. It looks like one, two, three, four, five dates. That's all I see right now. Oh, no, there's more. It's all Greensboro, though. It's all in May. They must live in uh, in the Greensboro area. Yeah, so that's interesting. They're playing like literally a full week. No, it's longer than that. It's like the whole month of May. They're in Greensboro. Was that North Carolina? Yeah, I think so. Maybe they're doing a residency there, Jerry. Maybe you can get tickets. They started three fifty six. Three hundred fifty six dollars. No, three dollars. Oh. Fi- yes, three hundred and fifty six dollars. How about that? The demand. That is wild, huh? A lot of people have, uh, I referenced a couple days ago on this program or during the podcast, one or the other, that uh, I remember we were talking about uh, afternoon baseball playoff games, and I said I remember running home to see Dodgers-Astros where Rick Monday hit a big home run. Yes. Many people pointed out to me with video proof that uh, it was actually uh, Dodgers-Expos, and he hit uh, a big home run off the Expos. Nice. So excuse me for missing that one. All right, I got you. We just, I got to update this because I can't be wrong. Okay. Cake 100% uh, toward this summer in Canada and Australia. They didn't. They dissed the United States, Jerry. It looks like their last show was in Seattle, Washington, August 21st. That, ended, their, that ended a very long tour. Well, now they're resting. Uh, yeah, I don't see New York on here, although they might have gone. And, and G also checked in with me as people checked in with you about that. Um, the plot that I gave you about the Nolas was the plot for League of Their Own. Fair with Dottie and, and Kit I, to a point. This is real life, though. This is real. We're talking about sports gods, which don't exist, though some, Sal, believe do. He's That's, a sports gods guy? Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, big time. Hmm. That's the argument we've had. I was a sports gods guy until that. 2001 World Series. Right, exactly. Then I was out. I was like, you know what, I'm out. And if you want to really sit and think about it, we can come up with a million reasons why it doesn't exist. Although we all think if we wear, and trust me, when I was a kid, I was this way too. You wear that lucky shirt. (laughs) It's going to work. It's all going to turn around. There was a game, I would say, I'd have to go back and look, mm, 80, God. 83, 84. When was the game? You would remember this. When was the game with the, and they were the Redskins at the time, but the commanders now, the Washington franchise, 
where they injured Danny White and then kicked the living daylights out of Gary Hogaboom. And I want to say Washington won like 35-17, something like that. I'll check it. But it was like the mid-80s. And I remember specifically saying this is not – I prayed today in church. This was not supposed to happen. Right. Other people were praying for sick relatives. You were oh, praying for man. Danny White. I was. To I, I was. beat Washington. I'm going to – how do I? How would you search this? I would say uh, Danny White injured versus Washington. Danny Booyah. White injured. Okay. It's got it's, – let's see, 1980-something. So he's, I'm going to go 82, 83. 83. It was 83. And Danny White's quote, and this is actually interesting, especially with what's going on with Tua right now, uh, Danny White saying he does not remember anything that happened that day because of the hit that he took from Dexter Manley. And meanwhile, get up and play the next game, Danny. And he probably did. He probably did. But that was a different time. I don't know. I have to go look. So, yeah, Danny White, January. It was a play, January of 1983. Playoff championship game. Yep. Championship game. Yep. Oh. Yep, yep, yep. And then Gary Hogaboom came in, and he got his ass kicked. <laughs> so I and I remember that. So I was I was nine years old. At in eighty three, I was fourteen. I was about to be nine, and you were four. No, it doesn't make 13. sense. Thirteen. Oh yeah, no, it does make sense. Oh yeah. And then you see the Tua stuff that he didn't remember being carted off the field. Nothing. None of that. Lost complete consciousness. Blacked out. My God. And he wanted to stay in that game. How would he have even known the plays? Well, I don't really want to say in the game. That was the game where he his hands were all weird and they had to get him to the hospital. Oh, I got you. That game. I forgot two games he got yes. screwed up in yeah. already in this very young NFL season. And this particular one, he said he lost complete consciousness and remembered doesn't remember the hit, nothing. He remembers, he said he, rem, what did he say? He remembered uh, in the hospital. I don't even think he remembered the, the ambulance ride. That's scary. Yeah, I'll know when you black out. You black out from vodka. And from getting hit NFL really hits. hard in right. the NFL. You've got the vodka thing, vodka thing on I've lockdown. Done. Yeah, never been hit. Want to have Boomer hit you today? See no. if we can do that? Do not hit me. <laughs> I'll get Bruce Smith in here to knock him right down. Oh, that's nice. Pick him up and slam him. Or go get that by John Randall. Get him. John Randall. He'll take his, his knees right out. <laughs> this was an interesting hot take by Chris Sims, Jerry. Tell me what you think about this one. He says he could see Tom Brady leaving in the middle of the season. Okay, that goes completely against Tom Brady, the competitor. Yeah, I mean, if if they're seven and if they're six and seven through thirteen games and going nowhere fast and his life's in shambles, sure. What a terrible a, that would be a terrible way to go out. Yeah, it would be. I mean, that guy was on top of the. Do you think right now he regrets coming back right today? So I actually wondered going into week one if he regretted coming back because of the shape his offensive line was in, the injuries they sustained in training camp, what they had even prior to that, and you were going into a year where you knew it was going to be more difficult because of what you had in front of you. Then on top of that, the injuries to the wide receivers, and I wondered weeks ago if he had been regretting it. My answer is no. I think he loves playing. I really do. I I don't know. There's no chance he's leaving in the middle. Even if There's always a chance. Yeah, I don't know. If that offensive line is terrible and his receivers keep dropping balls and they're not winning games they should, I, would I expect it? No. Would I be st- – hey, Lumi, look. Would I be – it was just on. Would I be stunned? I wouldn't be. No, I would not be. You would not be stunned. Nope, I wouldn't be. Nope. I would be. That's a competitor I agree. out there. Terrible way to go out. 
oh especially with the way you've played over the last 20-something years. It would ruin his uh, reputation. Uh, I would take, no, I wouldn't do that. I would take all those Super Bowls and throw them out, no, Jerry, when I, when I think about Tom Brady. You I'd would think not. of him as a quitter. That would be incorrect. I would at least fake an injury if I was him. You could do that, that like Russell Wilson did this week. <laughs> is he playing against the Jets? Yeah, matter of fact, listen to this. I mean, this guy is really... They asked him if he's okay, if he's going to play. How's the, okay. ham, how's the hamstring? I'm uh, feeling better. feeling better every day, uh, you know, day by day. Obviously, it happened Monday night, but um, it's getting, it's, it's, I, I heal quick. I don't know if it's Wolverine blood or what, but uh, <laughs> well, getting better. Oh, boy. This guy's a dork. He stinks. And he did another Subway commercial. He is a dork. Or Jersey Mike's or whoever the hell he does. <laughs> he, he does, not, he does uh, Subway. Who's he do? Okay. So I don't know. <laughs> Very underrated sub shop, by the way. Very hard to find a Blimpy. I know. They've kind of gone by the wayside. They like Jersey Mike's. They slice that meat yeah. right in front of you. I used to like a Blimpy. So did I. Now I like Jersey Mike's. Right. I need to see the slices right in front of my face. Absolutely. Don't give me those pre-sliced things. Slice it in front of me so I know that's a came from a big-ass turkey. That's why you love going to the deli. Yeah. They make it right in front of you, the fresh bread. Tremendous. Yeah. Tremendous. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, so we'll get we'll bring you Russell Wilson's new uh, Subway audio. Okay. At some point. I don't know. I got to cut it, cut through it, but at some point this morning we'll get to it. And it looks like uh, Daniel Jones will be without Kenny Galladay and Kadarius Tony again. They're still not practicing. Whatever. I don't know. Well, can I we, can don't we get know. rid of these guys and just get new guys? Uh, well, they got them out there. Oh, they have new guys. I mean, out. they got the guys they got. But these guys are taking up roster spots. Uh, yeah, that sucks, right? And they're supposed to be like your big time receivers. Yes. Well, throw the ball, Darius Slayton. Keep doing that. That worked out well the last couple weeks. Love Darius Slayton. Yeah, I mean, what if they double cover him? But that, but then what? This is also when you think about what the Giants have become. You know, six games again. Not going to go crazy over it. When you think, I just want to pull up their schedule. So they beat the. Ravens this past week, correct? Correct. They beat the Packers in London before that. That was coming cool. up. You've got road games in Jacksonville, Seattle, and listen to this. Then you've got home games against Houston and Detroit. Those are bonus. They're bonus five wins. and one. Like they should be eight and two after those games. Think about that. Yeah, they should be. And so when you talk about Daniel Jones and what he is doing, what he's not doing, here are his right now on the depth chart. Here's who he's got. Darius Slayton, who everybody likes. So that, that's fine. Wandale Robinson, who I got to be honest, before he had the, the, the touchdown this weekend, never heard of nothing him. about him. And then Marcus Johnson. That sounds like a fake name. But it's not. Richie James. These are the receivers he has with Tony out and Galladay out. And they're still winning. So when people, like there were some people that um, criticized him this week, yeah, they're 5-1, and one, but he threw for 175 yards. He's still not throwing the ball. Well, where are the big t- – where are the Keenan Allens on this team? They don't exist, you know, but you got good, solid receivers, and he's doing a good job with what he's got. Sterling Shepard got hurt. Right, I forgot about him. And yet they're still winning games and doing the job. And who do they got this week? Jacksonville. They're in Jacksonville, yeah. And I, you know what? Go win the game. That'd be a mess. Would you imagine them six and one? Oh, I mean, man. then again, I say, could you imagine them at three and one, four and one, and five and one? Right. Boomer so, had them at two and eleven. So uh, down the stretch, which can still happen. They're not. They're not losing the next eleven games, and they're not There's losing no those two home games to no. Houston and to Detroit. No, I don't. I don't see it. Those Houston's are, not good. Those are bonus wins. Detroit's a weird team. They are. 
because, as you know, they can light it up offensively, although they put up the goose egg in New England. I did watch Dan Campbell's press conference yesterday. Was he crying? It's a, uh, He was not crying, but it is funny. So they're coming off the bye week. Like one reporter, second question. I forget who the owner is, but the older lady. Mrs. Ford. Uh, maybe, maybe. They're like, have you have you spoken to her and... Is she okay with you? Haven't you know you got one win? And he's like just standing there. We have a plan. <laughs> My God, it's tough. Yeah, he's getting hammered out there. He is getting hammered out there. There's no question about it. Oh, anyway. some, something else interesting, Jerry. Did you see Bill Belichick, the yes. guy who often doesn't say two words, went up there and ripped a seven-minute monologue to start his press conference? Yeah, but he always so I. People were very surprised. I saw that on, on on Twitter yesterday. I thought he now Tomlin will go up there and speak for ten minutes uninterrupted on the offense, the defense, the special teams, the teams are playing. I thought Belichick did a similar thing. I guess not. So I'll go find it, see if there's anything interesting. Well, in it. apparently it wasn't all that interesting because all the follow up questions were nothing about what he spoke about. Of course not. I'll check it out. All right, we got to take a break. Five fifty three. G is here, so we got Boomer and Geo at six right now on Odyssey Sports Minute. Amy Lawrence, the I can't read this, Eddie. I cannot read this. Let's just say it's about the Yankees and Justin Verlander, and he owns them. Is that fair? Can't write that. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Not much time left. Yankees fall to the Astros. They will play again tonight. you got Luis Severino on the mound. Uh, Philly lost to the Padres. That series tied 1-1. Knicks lost in overtime. Nets were terrible. They lost. And you got the Devils and Islanders tonight. Rangers playing the Sharks tonight. And Thursday Night Football. I didn't even put Thursday Night Football on the show sheet. Because that's the, how it's out of Cardinal, my mind. Where they put Cardinals and Saints? Someone. Yeah, I'm not interested. Yeah, that is come on. There's too much going on. Yeah, two, 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 and two, and two and Kyler Murray stinks. Yeah. WFAN. WFAN FM. WFAN FM HD1. New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.